Hey, everybody. I'm Jen Garrett, internationally recognized branding consultant and best-selling author of the books, Move the Ball and Dominate the Game. By having a relentless mentality, I've pushed boundaries and gotten into rooms with pro athletes and power players, built a successful business, and moved the ball in male-dominated industries. Now, I'm using my same of the ball methodology to help thousands of people dominate their game when it comes to their brands and creating opportunities. This podcast is all about uncovering strategies of the world's best athletes and business leaders to help you get to that next level. Join me in conversations that will elevate your hustle and get you across the goal line. It's time to suit up, to show up, and to move the ball. Hey, hey, thanks so much for joining in for today's episode. I wanted to do something different today, something I have never done on the podcast before. But before I get into all of that, I have a few things that I want to mention. You guys hear me say this a lot, but it is important. That consistency, that repetition, it's also something you need to do when you have a brand and you have a show. I'm always looking to move the ball and grow, and you all can help me to do that by telling others about this podcast. So my ask for you today is to think of five people that you might see or talk to that you think would find this show to be of value. And if you're extra ambitious and want some extra credit, wink, wink. I'd also love for you to write a post about the show on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, or somewhere else. Feel free to tag me too. Would love to share and shout you out as well. I really appreciate you being supportive. And as I like to say, it takes a team to move the ball. One other thing that's been on my mind a bit, I've had a lot of people, including new clients, reaching out to me lately, continuing to express their concern about the economy, the stock market and its volatility, where things are heading from an economic environment as 2023 continues on. If you've been following the news and headlines, there have been some announcements of upcoming layoffs by some large companies, and not to scare anyone at all, that's not why I brought that up. I'm just sharing that I've had a lot of people reach out too about how they've heard from their firm about making cuts, not just big companies, all kinds, different industries everywhere. So a bunch of people are worried about their job security. I bring this up because while many of you probably see me post about and hear me talk about a lot of work that I do on the athlete side, you may not know that I also work with a lot of corporate professionals on helping them to package their brand so that they can differentiate themselves, set themselves apart, make that next career move and get that awesome job that they want and also one that pays more. Who doesn't like that, right? Making more money, especially if it's doing something that you really enjoy. I mean, yeah, if it's something you're passionate about and you can make more money, who's in, right? I am. Anyway, to help people, I also have a newsletter where I send out tips on job searching, on how to better write your resume, on nailing interviews, and also on utilizing LinkedIn more effectively, and all kinds of other tips in that space. If you haven't figured out now, I'm all about bringing value to other people, and I just want to give tools and strategies on how to continue to move the ball when it comes to your career. So, Again, for me, it's all about helping people get those jobs that they want and that they deserve, not just settling for whatever comes their way. So if you are actively looking for a job or considering a career move sometime this year, I would love to be on your team and help you move the ball by just sending you these tips. And if it's not for you, if you know someone who is in the job market, 
tell them about the newsletter. I'd love to bring value to them as well. There is a link in the show notes, but the website is www.thenextfirstdown.com. You or your friends can sign up there. And when you do, I'm also going to send you a LinkedIn checklist so you can make sure that you've got your LinkedIn profile looking great and are maximizing that platform. There's over 600 million users on that platform. So it's a great spot to connect with people, to grow your network, to look for jobs, and so much more. There's a saying that we say in the sports world a lot, which is you want to always stay ready so you never have to get ready. And it's so true. You always want to be prepared so that when an opportunity arises, you've already put that work in and you're ready to go. So whether you are looking for a job or not, I want to challenge you today to just think about how ready are you? How are you positioning your brand on social media? Do you have a resume that is up to date that would wow people? Do you have a bio that is crisp and impactful for those looking for consulting gigs or speaking engagements? Do you have a one sheet? Obviously, all these are not going to apply to everybody. But I mean, think about what are the things that you need to be ready? And then I would ask you to, again, look at, are you ready? And if you're not ready, then commit to spending some time over the next few weeks to get these things in order. And the tips in the newsletter can really help you do that. And no, I'm not going to spam you. That's not my style at all. I hope you know that by now. But I just want to be there to be a resource. So if this is for you, go to www.thenextfirstdown.com or share with some friends and y'all can sign up there. I appreciate you listening to all of that. Since I've been getting all of these DMs and having calls on that subject, it's just been on my mind and I wanted to put that out there. Now, let's move on to the meat of today's episode. I mentioned that I'm doing something that I've never done before on the show. If you've been a regular listener in prior years, then you know that every spring I do a Path to the Draft series where I feature members of the current NFL draft class. On the show, we talk about their story, their journey, and their path to the draft. That series is going to kick off with the next episode of this show. So in just a few days, you'll get to hear some incredible conversations with some of the most elite players coming out of college and hoping to get into the league. I've been doing this Path to the Draft series since season one of the show, and what some of you might not know is that when I first kicked off the Move the Ball podcast, I hadn't originally envisioned doing the segment. I was in Indy during the NFL Combine, and a few agents approached me about having their players on my show. We talked a couple weeks later, and they also mentioned they wanted to feature their draft class guys. And boom, that's how this series was born. Now, over the years, I've really enjoyed the discussions I've had with the draft class, and I've always been so impressed with some of the things that they have shared and their insights. And the same holds true for the current 2023 draft class, too. I'm excited for this series to kick off here shortly. You're going to love those episodes. What I wanted to do for this show is pull some clips from some of my favorite Path to the Draft segments in prior seasons and share nuggets that have great insight and advice that I hope you'll take with you throughout the rest of the year to really move the ball and dominate in 2023. You ready? Let's have a listen. Oh, and by the way, when you listen to these segments, if you resonate with what these guys are saying, go back and check out their full episodes. Even if you've listened to some of them before, sometimes it's always good to listen again. It's a good reminder, a good refresher. Sometimes you pick up on things. Sometimes things that are mentioned the first time you hear it, it doesn't really click, but now it does because you heard it again. So it's always good to go back and check out those prior shows. Now, 
This first episode that I want to share with you is with Dane Belton, and it's a clip from episode 178 of the show. Dane played college football at Iowa, and he was on last year's Path to the Draft series. Dane was then drafted in the fourth round by the New York Giants. Check it out. You know, the game of football has taught me so many things that just translate in different facets of life. And, you know, when you look at it, being a huge team sport, it teaches you a lot of being able to communicate, especially being able to achieve a goal together. And everyone has a specific task. It's not everyone's doing the same thing. If you look at basketball, you know, generally everyone's doing about the same thing. But in football, everyone has a specific goal that contributes to the team. And just being able to have that teamwork and also accountability. You have at least 10 other people on the field and then 30, 40, 50 people on the sideline and coaches as well that you are accountable for and accountable to and that they're banking on you doing your job and vice versa. So it's all about that and just going out there and giving your all too. Playing football at this high level, you can't go out there and have step and expect to be successful. You know, and that definitely translates in life. You got to give your all into anything you're doing. You know, that's a big mindset I have and Basically, anything you're doing, do it your best ability. So, you know, carrying that over football is definitely something that translates. I chose this clip to start things off as Dane talked about giving it your all out there. That's what moving the ball and dominating your game is all about. People always ask me about how I built my brand around sports and get to work with some of the most elite NFL players there are out there. And there is a lot that I could say to answer that, but it really comes down to one big thing, which is I showed up every single day and I put my all into it. Of course, I worked my ass off and I also had to deal with a lot of shit to get to where I am. Every once in a while, you will hear me swear on the show. I try not to do it that much, but it does come out sometimes more so if you're watching football with me or basketball games or certainly during March Madness with all this tournament craziness, you'll hear me swear more. But I don't do it too much on the show every once in a while. Okay, I'm getting off track here, but where I was going with that is... Ask yourself, how are you showing up each day? And are you showing up the right way? This is a big part of why I wrote the new book, Dominate the Game, How Life Changes When You Show Up, because life really does change when you show up. So making sure you're putting forth the right effort and giving life your all is very important. And that's why I chose to include this in this highlight reel of prior Path to the Draft episodes. One more point about Dane. Dane also came back on this season to discuss his journey post our recording of the draft episode and this past season with the Giants, which for him included overcoming an injury, playing in an NFL London game, and more. So if you didn't catch that episode from this season, go have a listen to that one too. This next clip is from a couple pass to the drafts ago, episode number 91, with current Tennessee Titans defensive back Elijah Molden. Elijah was drafted in the third round of the 2021 NFL draft by the Titans, and I really like this part of our conversation. Listen in. How do you stay in the game? I mean, when you're playing professional or collegiate sports, you're trained to shake things off, right? To bounce back, to not let what's happened in the first couple quarters define what Mm -hmm. happens in the next couple quarters. And I think that's easier for people that are used to playing competitive sports versus in life. A lot of people get so discouraged when things are not going their way that they just want to give up. So how do you, when you are down three touchdowns in the first half, how do you kind of reset and stay focused in the game so that you can perform and still do well? Yeah, we should never stop asking ourselves because, you know, these high pressure type of situations, it's easy to get emotional, you know what I mean? Especially when a lot's on the line. But for me, I mean, I I try and look at things from a neutral perspective. Yes, you may be playing in a great game. Yes, it may determine 
you know, whether or not you make the conference championship or whatever, taking a step back and saying, okay, at the end of the day, this is just a game. I'm going to play a lot of games in my career. You know, I prepared. I should follow my preparation. It's not going to be perfect, but I want it to be excellent. I want it to be as best as I can play. And again, that's something I'm working on. I'm known as a perfectionist. I used to think it was the only way to be to get the results that I've I've been getting. But in this time off, I've realized that there's a different way to go about things. Honestly, in in changing that perspective from being a perfectionist to being someone who just strives for excellence, I think we'll actually be more successful in achieving our goals. Yeah, I completely agree. There definitely is a difference between striving for excellence and perfectionism because you're never going to have everything perfect all the time. But if you strive for excellence and trying to perform at your best, you're not going to remain stuck in, oh, this has to be perfect before I can move on, before I can try to do that next thing. So I think that's a very important Mm -hmm. distinction, excellence versus perfectionism. Here, we discuss the importance of striving for excellence and not perfection. It's an important distinction. So as you are giving it your all and putting forth that effort each day to move the ball and make things happen, be sure you're not getting stuck in a perfectionist mindset because you'll just end up wasting more and more time. Focus on excellence, not perfectionism. Now, Elijah was also a repeat guest on the show during season three as he shared his journey from the draft to being a rookie in the league. Something else about Elijah is his dad is Alex Molden, who was drafted in the first round of the 1996 NFL draft by the Saints. And Alex also played in the league for many, many years. Now, a fun fact about Alex is not only was he on the Move the Ball podcast, He was also the only guest to appear on season one, season two, and season three. And for every single appearance he made, he crushed it, did a fabulous job. So those are some shows that I would highly recommend you have a listen to as well. Next up is a snippet from episode 184 with Ed Ingram. He played college football at LSU and was a member of last year's draft class. Ed was drafted in the second round of the 2022 NFL draft by the Minnesota Vikings. Check it out. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? My offensive line coach told me to play and pretty much so, so my kids remember me the way I played. And so I don't want my kids to remember me as a person that gave half effort. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to remember me as a person that laid down on the field every time I was on the field. Love it. And I'm going to flip it now and ask, what is the best piece of advice that you would give someone? I give somebody uh, pretty much, like I always say, just like always have a smile on your face. Don't take life so seriously. Have fun with life. You know, life is not not long for some people. You never know when it's your time. So just have fun with what you do. I like that clip because we're always told to be hustling and grinding, but work isn't supposed to be drudgery. We're supposed to enjoy what we do. So whether you're doing things work-related or personal, however you are spending your time each day, make sure you're enjoying the journey and having fun. This sounds so simple, but you'd be amazed at how many people forget about the loving what you do and having a fun part of their workday. Most of us spend the most of our time working. And because we spend so much time on that each and every day, it's important that we're having fun with it. We're smiling, we're laughing, we're enjoying each day. So make sure that you are doing that, please. It's so important. Life is too short to be unhappy every single day. So enjoy the journey. 
This next segment is with Chig Okonkwo. He was also a member of last year's draft class. Chig is a tight end who played college football at Maryland, and he was drafted in the fourth round of the 2022 NFL draft by the Tennessee Titans. A fun fact about Chig is that he was the fastest tight end to run the 40 in last year's combine. Impressive, right? You can catch his entire episode if you search for episode 182 or just look up his name and the Move the Ball podcast. But for now, just check out this little snippet. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Be where your feet are and take everything one step at a time. Great advice. And I'm going to flip it now and ask, what is the best piece of advice that you would give someone? Don't be scared. Just keep running the course, man. Like everybody has their own timeline. And don't watch guys around you. Like some guys, you know, I remember when guys in my class came in with or started going to league, I started thinking, oh my God, not feeling rushed. I got to get there. Like I can't do another year. Like I got to do it now. So, so I say, just, you know, just run your own race, man. Don't look at other people. Just do your own thing. Run your own race. Very important piece of advice. It doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. You need to figure out your own path. Run at your pace. Don't worry about if someone else is moving faster than you. Everyone has different constraints in their lives. So some people will be achieving their goals faster than you and others won't. Just focus on you, what you can control and run your race. That's what matters. Next up is a clip from episode 186 with Brandon Smith. Brandon is a linebacker who currently plays for the Carolina Panthers. He was also a member of last year's draft class. He played college football at Penn State and was drafted in the fourth round of last year's draft. Have a listen to this one. Really, it's the game of football and the game of life is the game of chess. Ultimately, there's going to be things that happen, whether or not it's going to be a big play or if someone gets injured or something like that. You got to be able to adjust and you got to be able to make the next move to, you know, worth it. Just like the game of chess, you know, you got your pawns, you got everything that you need. And if somebody makes a move, you got to be able to counter that and ultimately win. So that's all it is within the game of life and the game of football. And that's kind of how, like, I have looked at things ever since I, you know, entered into college and even moving forward into the real world. I think that's great. It's important because you're right. It is a game of chess. You're always assessing and adapting and adjusting as necessary. Life and football are like chess games. You always have to figure out your moves and make the next move count. Pretty self-explanatory, right? It's an important point, though, and that's why I wanted to emphasize it here. Remember also, though, to stay focused on the bigger picture so you can understand how everything fits together and you can make a series of moves to continue to move the ball and get across your goal line. So don't be short-sighted. Next up, we have one of my favorites. I'm a little biased being a Bama girl, just to clarify. I'm from Chicago, but I went to Bama specifically for a Bama football, if you didn't know. So I have an extra special liking for my Bama boys. But objectively speaking, this next clip, it's from a really great episode. The one you're about to hear is with Jalen Armour Davis, and our entire conversation is spot on. Jay has such great things to discuss. He was my kickoff guest for last season's Path to the Draft series. And a little bit about Jay, he played defensive back for the University of Alabama, and he was also drafted last year in the fourth round by the Baltimore Ravens. Here you go. I think one of the main things I've learned from football to take over into my day-to-day life is how to work hard and how to be consistent in the game, especially the places that I played at, like Alabama. If you don't work hard, if you're not consistently trying to get better at your craft, you're not going to be very good. You're not going to be very successful. And on top of that, you're going to run into the, a lot of obstacles. You're going to run into a lot of adversity that you have to figure out how to get through it and keep going and not dwell on it. And I think that's the main thing in my life, at least, that translated over because, you know, in life, you're going to run into a lot of difficult situations. 
And it's up to you and nobody else to figure out how to get through those tough times that you're going to go through in life and on the football field. That's that's really the main thing for myself. Yeah. And you mentioned consistency, which is so important. When you look at how people show up every day, what really separates those elite people, not just players on the field, but just great leaders in life, great successful people is, are they consistent in performing at how they need to perform? Right. thousand percent. What is the best piece of advice you would give someone? To continue to go forward, or as you would say, continue to move the ball. Life is going to come at you fast and you can only control the things that you can control. So don't look for other things that you can't control. Find a way to continue to go forward. Great piece of advice. And then also, what's the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Be where your feet are. Control what you can control. Once you start to control what you can control, all the other things you can't control, you don't even see them anymore. Jay brings up some great points. And again, another show worth listening to in its entirety. I included this because winning in life is all about how you handle adversity. You've got to keep moving forward. And again, you always have to focus on control what you can control. Moving along, we have Sky Moore. Sky is such an energetic guy. I love whenever I get to see him in person. He's just got so much spark and spunk and energy. Sky is a wide receiver who played college football at Western Michigan University, and he was drafted in the second round of last year's draft by the Kansas City Chiefs. And now Sky was also a member of the team who won the Super Bowl, so he is a reigning Super Bowl champ. Have a listen to this one. So I feel like, yeah, just being able to be consistent and knowing if you don't work at something, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. That's the lesson I always take. Game of football shows, if you don't go to practice, if you don't do the things that help prepare for your moment, then you're going to either not succeed or if you do do those things, you will succeed. Like those are the lessons that I take from the game. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? You're always approaching, never arriving. Oh, I like that. Very nice. Now I'm going to flip it and ask you, what is the best piece of advice that you would give someone? Basically the same thing, to always stay hungry and don't ever feel like you're satisfied. This was a short clip, but one that has some very important points. Always staying hungry, never being satisfied. It's that kind of mentality that not only gets you moving the ball, but dominating the game. The hay is never in the barn. If you don't know that saying, you'll hear it in an upcoming Path to the Draft series episode. So stay tuned for that. This next clip I wanted to highlight takes us back to episode 101 and the 2021 NFL draft with Naquan Jones, who played at Michigan State, and he was picked up as an undrafted free agent by the Tennessee Titans. Naquan is currently going into year three with the Titans this coming football season. Have a listen. So Coach Burton probably has a saying for every day of the year, just little things from hands to make those bands, telling us how to take notes, different things with technique. He has one, how did the turtle get on the fence post? And he would ask me that question in high school. And I'm like, what is he talking about? What does that even mean? That means allowing and accepting help from the guys around you because he didn't get there by himself. I really wanted to include this clip as it sometimes can be uncomfortable to ask for help. As I had wrote about in my Dominate the Game book in a chapter called Get Inside the Huddle, great leaders ask for help early and often, as do coaches and players. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. And it takes a lot of courage to make that ask. People love to help others, but they can't do that if they don't know what you need. So the point here is make the ask, put yourself out there. I do go further into this in the book, but like I said earlier, it takes a team to move the ball. So raise your hand, do it, get the help that you need. 
This next snippet is from Nakobe Dean, who played college football for the University of Georgia, and he was there when they won their CFP National Championship as part of the 2021 football season. He was also on the 2022 Path to the Draft series, and Nakobe was drafted in the third round by the Philadelphia Eagles. Like Sky Moore, Nakobe also got to make it to the Super Bowl his rookie season, but he was on the other team, though. So while the outcome wasn't in his favor, it was still a great experience, especially for your first year in the league. Have a listen to this. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Control what I can control. And also, they don't care. No matter how hard you work, no matter where you come from, no matter what your background is, people don't care about that. They just care about what have you done for them lately. I feel like this advice I get. Sure. Now I'm going to flip it and ask, what's the best piece of advice that you would give someone? Basically, I reciprocate the same thing. I feel like the best piece of advice I gave anybody was they don't care. The mean guys, the young guys from who probably had was struggling at home, and they were kind of try, almost trying to blame that on why they was acting the way they was acting. So when I sit down and talk to them, it's like, no, we don't. They don't care. You know, mm-hmm. Nobody cares that it's too real rough. Not to say that in like a heartless way. I'm saying you got to put in the work because you're in the same position as that guy who grew up with both parents at home and, you know, had food to eat every night. So you know, they don't care how you came up, how you get, when you make it to that point, everybody on the same level. You got to prove yourself day in and day out. Right. It's all about the results and what you can do for them, as you mentioned. Exactly. All right, you might be wondering why I included this piece. What Nakobe is talking about is very much in the football world and in competitive sports where production 100% matters all the time or you're gone. I was actually at dinner with a friend of mine from MBA school the other night, and we talked about how the organizations that truly hold people accountable to production metrics are competitive sports organizations. You don't produce, you're gone. In the business world, if you don't hit a metric, in a quarter, they don't immediately fire you in many cases. There's more time to perform. There are other factors that come into play. You don't have someone that's waiting to take your spot. So while they don't care, it applies in sports more so than in corporate because people in corporate tend to care about what's going on in your family life. If you've got some personal struggles and issues, they tend to be compassionate and understanding. So the reason I really wanted to include this here is for you to remember that you do need to produce and bring results and more importantly, bring value to the table. And while there might be some room to not be a top performer all the time and your job isn't going to be in jeopardy every single day, that's not the mentality you should take. You should be focused on, am I producing results? Am I showing up? What's my plan? Am I performing to that plan? If not, I need to make adjustments so that I can achieve what I want. And that's not just in your career. That's also for your personal goals, professional goals, financial goals. All of those things matter. Track the results. Make sure you're performing to those results. Have your metrics. And if you're not hitting them, figure out why. And then adjust and continue to do what you need to do to move the ball. I know this segment was a little bit of a stretch. I thought about, do I put it in or not? But I thought, you know what? There is some tie-in, so that's why I included it. And also, it fed into this next clip that I'm throwing in, and you'll understand why here in a second. So for this next segment, I'm throwing things way, way back to season one of the show, episode number 27. Yeah, really early on in the series with Josh Metellus. He was a safety that played college football at Michigan, and he was drafted in the sixth round of the 2020 draft by the Minnesota Vikings, where he currently still plays. Check it out. 
So one of the other things that I want to ask you about, which I know has significant meaning for you and has played a huge factor, is you have the saying, no excuses, it's your Instagram handle, Twitter handle. What do these two words mean to you? Those two words, you know, some of my mom reiterated to me growing up, basically, I'm choosing to do something. There should be no excuses for getting it done because, you know, I want to do it. It's acts of me. I knew what I was getting myself into. So it was just one of those things, you know, I just stuck with as motivation when I'm all through tough times or if I'm going through something, you know, I really don't want to do. I just tell myself no excuses. You know, my mom never made no excuses, so I shouldn't be able to make none either. I love that because we all have tough times that we go through in our lives and the people that are successful are the ones that knuckle down and don't allow any excuses to deter them from where they need to go. So it's a short phrase, two words, but it's just very, very powerful. If you really embrace it. It is. I'm sure that's pretty obvious why I chose to go with this clip right after I explained why I had Nakobe's segment in. Competitive athletes adopt a no excuses mentality. We all need that type of mindset. When you look at some of the press conferences after sporting events, just as an example, where you hear the losing team talking, the teams that have good leaders, good players, good coaches, they don't make excuses. They don't blame the other team. They don't blame the refs. They take ownership and they are accountable for things. Since I mentioned Sky and Nakobe here just a minute ago, the press conference that came to mind for me as I was thinking through explaining why I added this piece was the one with Jalen Hurts after the Super Bowl, who, first of all, I think Jalen Hurts is an absolute class act. So just had to say that he's also a Bama boy. But when he spoke after the game, he didn't make excuses. It was just about, you know, taking ownership, adopting that no excuses mentality, holding yourself accountable and getting back to work. And so this is important for us. When you don't see the results that you want, it's not just, okay, I'm not going to play the victim, but it's also about that accountability. And it's about planning out your next steps, like the chess match. What are you going to do next? Now, the other thing that's important is it's not just about when things don't go your way. It's also as you're planning out your weeks and mapping out what you need to do to be able to move the ball. It's about not procrastinating. It's about scheduling things in your calendar, the stuff that you don't want to do, but that you need to do so that you can continue to make progress and not making excuses for that. Go make it happen. One caveat to that, of course, life happens and we have to shift things sometimes. That's okay. Give yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up over that, but still hold yourself accountable and reprioritize things so that you can make that task that you had to put off a priority at another time so that you're still getting it done. All right, no excuses. That's the thing to remember. Just focus on getting things done. Now, I've got one more clip for you. It's with DeMarco Jackson, who was also from last year's Path to the Draft. DeMarco is a linebacker who played college football at Appalachian State. He was drafted in the fifth round last year by the New Orleans Saints. Unfortunately, DeMarco suffered a season-ending injury last summer, so he didn't get to play this past year. But I texted with him a few weeks ago, and his recovery has gone great, and he's ready to be back out there for OTAs and training camp. Have a listen to this short snippet. Never cheat your work. Don't ever let nobody cheat you out of your work. Oh, I like that. I'm going to flip it and ask you, what's the best piece of advice you would give someone? I would have to say really that same message, but just always stay true to yourself and just keep trusting in you, believing in yourself. I really like what DeMarco said about never letting anyone cheat you out of your work and also not cheating your work. This goes back to the first clip with Dane about giving it your all and putting that effort out there as well as striving for excellence. When you strive for excellence, you're not compromising your work. 
And then, of course, trusting in yourself is important. You've got to believe in you and trust in your ability to do what you set out to do. So everything that DeMarco said is just super, super critical. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed listening to these segments. If they resonated with you, I would again say go back and check out the full episodes. All of these guys are great dudes. They've got good heads on their shoulders and there's something to get out of each episode. Now, I'm excited for us to kick off the 2023 Path to the Draft series on the next episode of the show. As a preview, the first person that I'm going to feature is going to be a Bama guy, Emil Ekior Jr. I am looking forward to his show coming out as well as all the guys in the series. I will say that every year, and we're in season four, and each time we do this Path to the Draft series, I continue to be just so impressed with the stuff that these guys share during the shows. I know you're going to love hearing from all of these players. And of course, it's always exciting for me to get to share with you more about their journey. And hopefully you'll continue to follow them as we go into the draft and then their adventure into the business of being a professional football player in the NFL. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Stay tuned for the upcoming draft series. And if you haven't already done so, again, hit that follow button so that you're in the know. If you're someone who really likes these episodes, I'd also love for you to leave me a review. It's always great to get your feedback. So please write a review too. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening and we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thanks for listening to Move the Ball, everybody. If you were inspired by this episode, can you do me a favor and let me know? Go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And also share the show with a few friends too. Next, I want you to go to getinsidethehuddle.com and join our email list. This will give you priority access to tips and strategies that will help you get more done today. Not tomorrow, not next week, today. You got that? Okay, until next time.